Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. If this is your first episode, a special welcome and shout out to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is not your first episode and you're coming back every single week, thank you so, so much for being here and letting me know what you love about the show. I am really excited about today's episode. I sat down with Shannon McKinstry and we chatted all things social media management, like how she got started, what her business currently looks like, her favorite and least favorite things about being a social media manager, and the importance of managing expectations and being transparent with yourself, with your clients, and with others in the industry. So without further ado, let's dive in. Social media management is notorious for being high pressure, competitive, and changing literally every day which is why it isn't surprising that most social media managers get burned out within the first two years. So how do you keep going? How do you stay up with the latest updates, protect your mental health, and build a successful social media management business that supports your lifestyle goals? Whether that's working from home with your kiddos or jet-setting around the world, that's what this show is all about. Welcome to Social Media Manager Confidential. I'm Shantae Gorman, founder of a six-figure social media management agency and mentor to social media managers. And I'm here to dish on the ins and outs of the social media management world without any of the gatekeeping that can come along with it. You'll learn, you'll laugh, and you'll leave each episode inspired. Let's dive into today's episode. So I'm here with Shannon McKinstry. She is a social media manager and mentor helping business owners and social media managers build profitable businesses through organic and proven social media strategies. So Shannon and I have known each other for, what is it, like four years now? At least It's got to be at least four, yeah. Yeah, basically since we started like baby, baby social media managers. Yeah, no. we, <laughs> we connected on Instagram. Um, and she actually, I remember seeing her post in her stories when like stories was a new thing, you know, back in the day. We're going to sound like dinosaurs. I know. we. <laughs> but I remember you just like posting every morning like, oh, it's snowing or here's my cup of coffee. And I'm just like, okay, I can do this. I can do yes. this. I can post too. So I did. I did. But yeah, you, you're the one who helped me get Aww. out there. I love that. Yes. I love you some Instagram stories. Oh my yes. gosh. Still same, same. It's still my favorite. Me too, to this day. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm excited to have you on the show. You're my first guest. Yay! I feel so special. You are so special. I definitely. Yes. When I was like, I want guests, I'm like, I I for sure want to have Shannon on because we've done so much together too. Like we've collabed, we've hosted summits. Like you're an obvious choice to have us a guest. Of course. I just, I love how. We've been in the game a while together and it's exciting. Yes, exactly. And we've had experiences. (sighs) Oh, man. (laughs) Ins and outs of different things, which I'm excited to chat about with you today. So if we we want to just start with, if you want to tell people like your current business setup for social media management, because that's not all you do, but what, what what are all the things? So I do social media management. I have an agency with, you know, a few other social media managers who support me and help me because I've been doing a lot of other things. So 
never did I think I'd have more than one person on my team because I'm like, what is what is happening? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've got my friend Nicole who about four years ago started helping me. And then that allowed me to free up some time to do consulting as well. So mainly what I do is the consulting side of Instagram. Most of our management clients are in the DC area because that's where I'm from. And that's where I started was working with realtors in DC. And a lot of them are still with us. So almost everyone we work with is still back there. We have a couple other clients, like a brewery and some home designers in other parts of the country. But I always tell social media managers, like, lean into your local people if you're struggling yeah. because it's really cool. You can just meet face-to-face with them and convince them how awesome you are and take over their socials. But yeah, so I have the management side. And then I also have my consulting where I do Instagram strategy sessions for all sorts of different businesses. I've never really niched down a whole lot because I just want to help all the peoples. And then I also mentor social media managers, but in my in my course. So it's a lot. And then I have a membership <laughs> as well. <laughs> but again, it started with just managing a few social media profiles. And it's just amazing what this industry, like whatever you want to do, it's possible. Yeah. There's so many options too. You're not like stuck into like one path. It's you can customize it. You can make up your own thing. Yes. You can decide. Yeah. Yes. That's why I love it. Especially because it is so like most people who hire us don't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah. It's brand new. But yeah, that's why I'm like, like if you don't want to offer that, don't. You don't have yeah. to do it the same way as everyone else. Exactly. If there's no one right way. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because it was that boring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's like the part of the fun of it. Of doing your own thing is you get to decide, you get to be the boss. Yes. And if you hate doing something, you don't have to do it. You don't do it. <laughs> or you delegate it or you just say, sorry, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you change your mind later on, great. And if exactly. not, great. Like, I you know. don't have to do it, which is awesome. Okay. So that kind of leads me into the next question, which is what are your favorite and least favorite things about social media management? Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I think, well, this answer would have been a lot different many years ago. Yeah. I think my least favorite would be feeling like you have to work all the time, but that's changed because I don't allow, I don't allow <laughs> my clients to make me feel like I have to work every time, all the time. Good. Good for you. I mean, I, I know, I mean, obviously if you're like managing Wendy's, you know, like, you, yeah. <laughs> like whoever does there, but they don't just have one person. Right. I think people think that they're like, oh, well, what if someone writes something? I'm like, are you a huge corporation with millions of people? No one expects you to write them right away. Or if they do, you shouldn't be working with them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I used to feel that way, but now my clients know I've got office hours. But I think right now, what's the hardest thing about social media management is managing expectations. Yeah. Because there's so much, a lot of people saying, I, I grew this or I did that. I'm like, well, there's other things behind it. It could be where they are, there's just, you know, obviously people that are sharing nothing but trending audios all the time are going to grow really fast because they're on the platform that wants people to share that type of content yes. versus the plumber down the street. Like it's, it's okay. So I think that's the hardest thing. It's just managing expectations, but it really just comes down to establishing yourself as an expert and reassuring your clients. Like you made the right decision in hiring me. I've got you. I'm going to lead you the right way. You might not get a million followers in a year, but follow my lead and you'll be okay. So I think that's the hardest thing. And the most fun thing is just helping people grow their businesses. I mean, but for me, my favorite thing is writing. 
I love writing captions and I, I love creating reels for myself, but I don't like creating reels for other people. (laughs) (laughs) So while our clients really want to do reels, what I do is I write everything out. I go, go for it. Yeah. I gave you everything. You do it. Yeah. Because I want to teach them how to do it. So again, I could easily have a package for creating reels, but I've realized, you know, so I form my packages the way I want them. But because what I love doing is writing. So I make sure all my packages are very heavy caption based. But yeah, so that's my favorite thing is just being able to sound like our clients and use their voice. I just, it's like, it's just exciting to me. Like I geek out over writing captions. So it's like a creative outlet. Like it is. Yeah. You have to be so creative to be a social media manager. You do. And that's, you know, I always joke about like, I wasn't the smart kid, but I love writing. I love creating. And thank God social media became a thing or else I'd probably <laughs> be working for like, who knows what I'd be doing. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the expectations. So part of managing client expectations too that I found is clients that you've had for a while, like a year or two ago, their content performed much differently than it is now. And like managing those expectations of yes. like, okay, well, things change. And like, you know, your likes aren't going to be the same as they were. Yeah. I think that that's a huge... That's a big one. Ooh, that's that's really important for people to know too. Yeah. Because... and. I, I even did a post recently how carousel posts have changed, right? And yours are so good too. Cause you know, you, I was like, you've got to have a spicy hook. Yes. And you used to be able to just do like, you know, kind of throw some stuff yeah. together. And now it's like, no, no, no. Like there's a huge, there's a whole different strategy behind a carousel versus a reel versus yes. a static post. And, and I know you do this too, but like, you know, getting information from them to help us out. And I think back in the day, I was like, oh, I'll just pull stuff from their website. It's like, we can't do that anymore. No. Like, they have to tell us stories. They have to <laughs> they have to keep us way more informed than they used to, which they're game to do, which is good. Because I'm like, if you want this to work, I can't just pull stuff out of thin air. Another thing that I have, because a lot of my clients are busy. I'm sure yours are busy too, especially since you're oh realtors. Yes. Yes. I watch their stories and I take notes because <laughs> they're pretty good at Oh my gosh, that's genius. Stories. That is yeah. genius. Oh, you know, it's funny. Actually, one of my clients who's very big on stories, I go, send me this, send me this, yeah. send me this. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm like, yeah, that's that could be a real. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna write a post about what you're currently up to. Yes, at the vet, whatever. Like, <laughs> I love it. Unfortunately, only like two of our clients are like big on stories. I'm like, oh come on, guys. <laughs> but I tell our other clients, I'm like, well, this girl's killing it because she's on stories, and they're like, okay, yeah. But yeah, they're busy. They're so they're so busy. But I found even just being like checking in Slack, like. What are you up to this week? Yeah. I'm like, just bullet point it. Yeah. Just let us know. I don't care. Put typos. I'll figure it out. <laughs> voice note even. Yes. Yes. I love a voice note. Yes. Something's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot to ask you. So how did you get started in social media? It goes to me in my, like when I think about it, I'm like, I think it kind of goes back to when I was working at CNN. It was overnights and I was bored to tears making hardly any money. I was like, this is what I, this is my dream job. Wait a minute. <laughs> this sucks. This sucks. Yeah. And, but that's when like MySpace was a thing. Right. Oh, the MySpace even, like, days. Do you remember MySpace? Yes, I'm like, I'm old. That's where I learned how to, how to code HTML, you know, coding the profiles, making them cute. I thought I was a full on website yes. designer. I was like, look at me. And I would like obsess over what songs. So I was like, this is. 
this is, I think all of us, anyone listening is probably like, yeah, I'm like, that's when we all knew we, this is what we were meant to do. <laughs> but I was bored to tears and I was like, that kind of kept me company on overnights and Facebook then became the thing. And I was like, this is a lot of fun. And I really had fun. Like, even if it was like a Facebook album, like coming up with a really clever, you know, yeah. hooks and like of the photo albums. Yeah. Like I didn't even know that that's what I was doing. But I was obsessed. I was like that girl that took all the pictures of my friends, like put them up. And and then as time went on, I was still like the Facebook junkie. Yeah. And then social media all of a sudden started going from personal to professional. And I was like, wait a minute, this is kind of cool. So the nine to five I was at, I literally just offered, I was like, can I do the company Facebook page? And they were like, sure, we're not going to pay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. Like this is a creative outlet because I was bored at that and I started having so much fun with it. And then I was, I did a little bit of their LinkedIn blog posts, like things like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. And then I had my daughter and I was like, let me see if I can just do this. And, but back then, this is 2013, people weren't really taking social media seriously yeah. still and not trying to pay for it. So I charged really, really low, as did you. But again, you know, I was new to it. So I also wanted to prove my worth. So I was like, let me get some clients. And I just reached out to my mom was in real estate. So I asked her, I was like, can I do like a free little lunch and learn at your brokerage? She was like, sure. Smart. Yeah. Like five people came and I left with three clients. Nice. And I was like, oh my gosh, someone wants to pay me. And then that, it went from there. That was it. And I, I started with their Facebook pages for realtors because I saw all these realtors' Facebook pages. I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Bless their hearts. And I was like, you know, and I was like, people still want to follow personal human people, not a Zillow page. Right. So, and I had so, and then they started growing. And I was like, wait, should I do this for myself? Yeah. <laughs> and then I started my page on Instagram five years later, because as most social media managers were creating so much, we forget about our yes. own. <laughs> and, but then I was like, no, Shannon, you're, I finally had to give myself permission. I was like, but your business deserves love. Oh, I love that. And I had to like put, I had to put time aside and figure it out. But yeah, and the rest is history. I love that. Amazing. Yeah. We all start from like such different spots, which is I really cool too. There's not like, yeah, well, like a, like a path. There's not a set path. You can get into this from so many different angles and do so many different things, which is great. If you just have a love for this stuff, like, you yeah. know, you don't have to have the marketing degree or the this or that. It might help with certain people that want to hire you, but I think that needs to become a norm that like this isn't. Yeah. And someone doesn't even need 10 years experience to be good at it. Yeah. And it's a lot less about like what your background is and like if you have yes. a degree or certification and more about what are your results? Like what can you do? Yes. What can you do for me? That's all people care yeah. about. And that's it. Like that's all you need. <laughs> so I don't know. It's pretty, pretty great to get into if you're a creative person. It is. And you can always learn. Yes. And I think it's good that you said too because like there is a create a lot of people are like, I'm not very creative. And yeah, we all have different brains, you know, but it's good that there's a lot of people that truly, even if you are creative, maybe you just don't have the time to be creative. But I'm like, well, good, because then we have jobs. <laughs> so it's, exactly. It's fine. Or you can team up with someone who, you know, has that strength where you have a different exactly. Strength, so yeah, yep. exactly. Hi there, this is Ad Chante popping in to let you know about the Sugar Punch template shop. Inside the shop are done-for-you templates that I created specifically for social media managers and digital marketers so that you can seamlessly plug and play and have a professional business without losing any more sleep. 
We all know we need more of that. From a pricing calculator to an onboarding welcome packet to an all-in-one social media calendar, as in you can create, revise, and have clients approve it all through Canva. Love how simple it is. Plus a case study template with 100 proven copy ideas to impress your clients and a social media marketing proposal template. I've got you covered. Shop the affordable templates or get the discounted bundle. You do you. At my website. I'll link it in the show notes for you. Now back to today's episode. If there's anything you wish someone had told you before you started, what would it be? Oh, I love that. I think it would not to play small, I think is one of my biggest things because I played so small. I mean, you know, like I never, which is why I didn't do my own content, which is why I didn't charge anything. I mean, I charged something, but I charged hardly anything. I just didn't take myself seriously. So I, cause I just didn't think anyone would take me seriously. So I think, and it's still that way. Some people are like, what do you do? You know, people devalue what we do. It's getting better. But I think, especially back then, since it was not a serious thing, I didn't take myself seriously. And I kind of hid if someone said, what do you do? I'd be like, I manage Facebook pages. And I was really shy about it. So I think that's what I would say to people is like, and myself back then, I'd be like, no, 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 this is, this is going to be big. Yeah. Like this can be really lucrative and you can actually do what you want to do and make really good money from it. Yeah. So to just not play small and to like know that the sky is the limit because you just never know. Like this industry is crazy. Right. And it's, you could still get in on it now. Like you didn't yes. have to start back when Facebook pages started being a thing. Like Right. And Amy, who's a friend of mine, she's she started, she found her niche as a social media manager, helping women in their 50s, 60s, because she's older. She's like, her kids are in college. And she's like, I just really like it. And I was like, do it. I mean, yeah. And now she's doing speaking engagements. And it's, oh it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. That's I'm like, that's, that's people need that. You know, people that didn't grow up with us. Like we grew up in that generation where we were lucky that we started, you know, we kind of got the concept of it down, yeah. but um, so yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I asked you if there was something that you wanted to touch on specifically, and you mentioned like the overall value of yeah. social media management. I think that's yeah. a huge piece of being a social media manager is like educating your clients on what value you bring. Yep. And that it's not like directly, like it's not going to directly relate to sales. Like that's hard to measure. Yes. And again, I love that you said educating your clients on it because I remember I was saying something one time in a team training, if you will, about how a social media manager was like, well, they can't justify the cost or whatever. I was like, break down why you charge what you charge. And someone said, actually, no, you should be able to just charge what you charge and not explain yourself. I was like, I get that as the mindset point of view, <laughs> but because this is still a new-ish industry, and people don't know what the fudge it is we actually do. They literally do not understand. And that's okay. I don't know what an accountant does. I don't know what, I don't know anything. Yeah. I find it very helpful <laughs> to break it down almost like, well, this is how many hours it takes me to create your content, to do your engagement, to schedule out your stuff. And sometimes when I just say it like that, they're like, oh, wow, it takes you that long. I'm like, yeah, this isn't like, I get a cutesy picture and I put a little cheeky caption from Pinterest and throw it up on your socials. That was five years ago. And that's why I charged right. what I did back then. But the, the game has changed, like you said. And what worked two years ago actually doesn't work anymore. Or it does, but it won't get you the engagement. It's keeping up with trends. It's making sure you know what keeps people's attention and grabs their attention and storytelling. 
it's always been that, but because there's so much more content out there that you have so much more people to fight over, right? Yes. So that's the big yes. difference is like mediocre content could have worked then. It doesn't work anymore. So I find that's one thing to do is kind of be like, do you know, like from the first to the 30th, typically I'm spending X amount of hours and not to mention it's never actually that amount of time. Things come up. There's always that's not scope creep, but there's always something, right? Like, yeah, there's at least one fire drill once a once a month, right? Yeah, or like we have to like scrap a thing because something happened. But you're paying. Or there's a new trend. Yes, and you got to strategize, and it's like we got to react quick. I'm like, we got to create those Little Miss ca- yeah. carousels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. American Girl doll. Yeah. Yes. Stop everything. <laughs> Throw it out. Everything's trash. Yes. But it's also the fact that your brain is awesome. And again, what's that trend right now? Well, by the time this airs, it'll probably be long gone. But like, (laughs) then um, let me see you do it. Like, try doing it yourself. That's why you're hiring me. So it's not just the fact that it's ours, but then again, add on to it and be like, it's also the fact that I'm constantly keeping up with knowledge, constantly bettering my craft constantly investing in myself. It's So this is actually something I have in my own welcome packet. And I have a whole thing basically that says what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> and it, kind of managing their expectations that like the first month you're not going to go, you probably won't have whatever, but also what to expect from me, like what my turnaround time is. And, and I think it helps them understand like, oh, this is an actual process. Yeah. And I think sometimes when they see you have a process and systems, which I didn't in the beginning, I had zero. Of course. <laughs> Gosh, right. it was a joke. As we all are, as yes. we all did. In the beginning, it's like whatever. But that's one really good way to help them understand your value and really showing like, this is my process. I am my own business owner. I am the boss. I do things this way. But regularly reminding them like, I'm on, I have my finger on the pulse so that you don't have to. And that's why you're paying me. Right. Again, I think sometimes you kind of have to explain it. And Rachel Peterson recently put out a post. And I told every social media manager I know, I was like, go basically make a post like this and reference her if you're going to quote her. But yeah. she broke down the cost of a social media manager. Oh, I love that. It's so good. And she's like, if you're going to pay 500 or 1000 here's what to expect. Content, and that's about it. She goes, if you want results, here's what you're going to have to pay. Yes. And if you're going to want big results, and she went down to like the fact that some people charge 10000 a month. And I was like, can we please make this the norm? So I think every social media manager... That's why I love this question, Shantae, because like every social media manager needs to make a post about this. Yes. Like what does it actually cost? Again, no one has a problem paying for other things. Right. Like why are you fighting social media managers on what we charge? I think there's that stigma about social yes. media and it not being serious and like the whole, oh, influencers are frivolous type thing. And I think it all just gets lumped together. It does. Yeah. So I think... I think as time has gone on, at least from what I've seen, I don't know about you, but people are starting to understand that it's more serious and it's a real thing. And like everyone should have their business on social media. A thousand percent. And it's funny. Someone told me, she's like, do you know how much they pay people in corporate to manage their socials? Like there should be no reason social media managers were scared to share their pricing. Like people are getting paid six figures. You know, obviously they're doing, they're working nine to five, but like, we have to make a living too. We have to pay for our health insurance. We have to do all this stuff. So just remember that. And if the people are devaluing it, they might just not have a marketing budget and that's okay. You could train them. You could offer to 
you have a smaller offer that you're not full management if you really want to help these people. But it's really important to find people who do value it and do have the marketing budget. And then you don't have to have these conversations because they're exhausting to have. Yes. They're really exhausting. (laughs) Yes. And then there's a lot more pressure too from what I found. If like the budget is tight and they push and they're like, okay, we'll work together, but it's tight. But then you work together and their expectations are like through the roof because they're investing the very top of their budget. And it's, it's, and they want magic. They want viral. They want to go viral. They want, it's like, we we cannot promise anything. Exactly. (sighs) But yeah, it's a tough conversation to have. But I think, like you said, just, but like you said earlier, I think that's the key. Edu- we have to educate people because mm-hmm. they don't know what we're supposed And I think that's why social, a lot of social media managers struggle with their pricing because they don't know what to charge. Yeah. And I know you've got that fun thing to help people calculate it. And it's like, and you always stress like taxes. Yes. Hello. <laughs> and expenses. Like, you're not, you're not yeah. an hourly employee. But again, I'll sometimes use hourly pricing to help people understand why I charge what I charge. But I'm also like, but I'm also. Yeah. In addition to spending 10 hours or 20 hours on your account a month, I'm also every week looking at trends, looking at what's working, studying things. So like it's, you're not just paying me for my time, period. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into it. So much. It's okay to say that. (laughs) Yes. Well, I think a lot of social media managers get into this thinking it is like, oh, it's easy. And it's not that it's hard, but it's a business. Yeah. you're, it's you're so, working. There is you're a working, service girl, you're providing. Or man. Right. <laughs> you're working. Yeah. And that's why you have, but if you charge accordingly and get the right people who respect you, it won't feel daunting. Exactly. And you'll enjoy it even. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know. I love it. And I geek out if I like get like a really good caption for someone. I'm like, oh, that was good. <laughs> Show your friends. Look, look what I did. Isn't this so good? <laughs> look what I got my client. Yeah, it's fun. Like again, if yeah. this stuff lights you up, it's a no brainer. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, love it. So there was, a, you mentioned transparency. Is there anything you feel like needs more transparency in the industry? Yes. And that's why I love what you do because you're very transparent about all the data you share, things like that. I see a lot of people sharing data, but not saying, well, this person has a hundred thousand yes. dollars. Like I see people being like, look at the hashtags I got this person. And I'm like, well, someone with 600 followers isn't going to get yeah. that typically. Yeah. So whenever I share my data, I try to, you know, I'm like, oh, by the way, this person is around this following. This person's around this following. All these numbers on socials are like, we know they're vanity metrics, but I, I mean, I love when things go crazy, but like keep it in perspective for people so that they can understand. And I've had so many people reach out. They're like, thank you for sharing the hashtag results that only show 200. Yeah. Cause like all you see is like, well, and I'm like, yeah, there's a range like 200, 10,000. There's a thousand things that go into this and you test things out Shantae regularly. I test things out. So when we share something, we know it to be facts. Yes. And a lot of people out there that are spreading these, um, you know, what they think is helpful. It's not helpful to the people that are not in the same industry as them do not have the same followers as them, things like that. So it's all perspective. And just like, just like if you're a fitness coach and you're like, my person did this. Well, what was the weight they started at? What was the lifestyle they have? It's, it's the same thing. Like the results I get from a weight loss or a fitness thing is going to be different than someone. It's just, what's their metabolism? We need more details. <laughs> Thank you. I don't. I think that was a horrible analogy, no, but hopefully that helps. I think it makes sense. And it's it's a little <laughs> okay. bit like that. 
that clickbaity, oh, I made it like, I made $100,000 off of one post. And then it's like, well, how much did you invest? And what else was in there? And like, did you boost it? And if so, how much did you spend? And like, oh, so many people are like, I grew this many. I'm like, how many, what was your ad spend? Tell me your ad spend. (laughs) Let's hear all of it. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Do like show the numbers. And even a lot of the coaching industry, like not even social media wise that are like, I did this. I'm like, and then, you know, we, we've seen the ads. I'm like, you probably easily spent like 50K on ads. Like no wonder. Yeah, of course, if you spend 50K on ads, you can probably make $500,000. But like, and then you've also got a team of 10 people that you're paying. What, yeah. you know, that sort of stuff. It goes beyond followers and hashtag insights. It's the data. <laughs> Show us the data. Yes. Let's, and just being let's honest. Back it up. Yeah. yeah. It's just the wild, wild west out here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, there's no rules. They just are like, look what I did. I'm like, I'll just sip my coffee and keep doing what I do. Yeah. Blinders on. Exactly. No, I always feel bad for the people who who do see those stuff or see those type of posts and be like, oh, I could do this. You know, I'm going to join next week and I'm going to make 100K a week after that. Or, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna grow my account. It's going to be huge. And then they feel bad because it's not happening and they think there's something right. wrong with them when really they don't have all of the information that they need to have. And it's just, yeah, I mean, I, I think the whole theme of this is just managing expectations yeah. and that's, that's lacking. Yes. It's lacking by time. Yeah. So I think, I think being transparent, more people should, and I know you agree. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> A thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> well, and I know some people are like, well, I gained this. I'm like, yeah, but maybe you have people that are huge influences and have huge audiences who have told people about you. Like, there's other things that go into it. So yeah. just is it something that okay. people can replicate for themselves? Yes. And if not, let's be transparent about it. Yes. That's all we're asking. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay if you have a step up, if you had somebody. Oh, yeah. Help not you up. shaming, but just tell us about it. Yeah. <laughs> own it. Yes. <laughs> as Lisa Rena on how I say, own it. <laughs> like like Kim Kardashian, yes, she's gorgeous, but she's admitted to like plastic surgery and like photo editing and like, you know, it's the same type of thing. Like, same. I love yeah. all these analogies. Oh my gosh. This should be like a whole carousel post. We just, <laughs> just analogies of expectations. Yes. Well, I, I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, and again, the hashtag gate that just happened. I'm like, well, you don't have to worry about hashtags when you have a hundred thousand followers. Right. And a cult following. Like you don't, you actually don't have to worry about them. But again, I'll reference the plumber again. The plumber still needs to engage the the boutique still needs to engage in these hashtags. Like maybe you don't need to engage in these hashtags because you've because you've spent an entire year on ads and going ham and doing all stuff. Yeah. Like, and again, I the way the reason I've been I've had my Instagram for years, and I tell people that all the time. Like I've had it since I honestly had like twenty fourteen. Tw- yeah. You know, I didn't post for years. I didn't take it seriously. Like there's a lot that goes into it. And yeah, if you're someone who's again just sharing Instagram audios and Instagram loves that. And they're going to throw it out to more people. Of course, you're going to grow a crazy ton and I'll just leave it at that. And good for them. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. But I'm saying, don't tell your people that it's just from sharing reels. Right. There's a specific thing happening there yes. that you will grow a lot, but only- It's not science. Yes. I'll <laughs> be exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Right. There's no magic formula. And you and I know that. Exactly. And that doesn't always equate- Income either. You can have a huge following, but that doesn't mean anybody's yeah. going to buy you. So. What was that influencer? She had like a million followers. She yeah. couldn't sell. 
She could have found like three her shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Good example of that. But thank you so much for coming on here. Of course. Thanks for having me. Always loved chatting with you. Always. I know. I haven't seen your face in a while and I missed it. So this was so fun. I know. I know. We should do it more often. Yes. Maybe you'll have to come on more regularly. I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you want to tell everybody where to find you, where they can connect with you? Yeah. Instagram is where I hang out mostly. Uh, Shannon McKinstry. I also love me some LinkedIn. I'm there too. I just started dabbling in TikTok. Um, Don't know what I'm doing over there. Just throwing (laughs) things out. Um, But yeah, mainly Instagram. LinkedIn is where I spend most of my time. Uh, And my website's the same, shannonmckinstry.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Shantae. Absolutely. Have a good one. You too. So there you have it, friends. I always have such a great time chatting with Shannon. She always has amazing things to say, and we align on a lot of different things, always have a ton of fun chatting with each other, talking about the ins and outs, and we could probably go on and on for hours. Actually, we have gone on and on for hours. If you want to learn more about her, go find her on her social. Uh, I have it linked in the show notes for you. And if you have any friends who want to know what it's like to be a social media manager, are looking to connect with others who are transparent about managing expectations of yourself and clients and pricing and all of the things, make sure you share the link to this episode and help them out. Make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts so you can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Learn more about my digital template shop, online courses, and mentorship program by going to my website at sugarpunchmarketing.com. And while you're there, make sure you join my safe, supportive community created exclusively for social media managers. It's 100% free to join and packed with really amazing resources, trainings, and people. See you next time.